0: of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving in storage studio. This is the Ramsey Show. It's where we talk about your life, your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, joined by my colleague, George Camel, Ramsey personality as well, and we are here for you. It's a free phone call, 888-825-5225, that's 888 825 Five two two five. So, Camel and Coleman on duty for you today. I love alliteration, and I'm here for it. I do, I do. But well, we have a K and a C there. If you're keeping score at home, let's get right to it. Stephanie joins us. Uh, the suburbs of Atlanta, George, Alpharetta, Georgia. Stephanie, how can we help?
1: Hello. How are you both? Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, so, I've been following the principles for the last two years. We actually just bought our home, listening to the. of our take home pay 15 year fixed. Um, and now we're ready to go on to step four, but because I've never invested, I'm 34 and I I don't know much about other than what I've heard on the call on the show. I I hear like maxing out Roth IRAs, but with only three months left in the academic in the, in the year, does that mean like putting the 6,000 in three months? How does that work? Like maxing out Roth IRAs? My company does offer that option.
2: So your company um, has, a, yeah, has a Roth 401k, correct? Yes, Okay. Correct. The IRA would be outside of your employer. Oh, okay. Now, first oh, of all, okay. way to go on doing that. the housing with our parameters. That's impressive. Most people say, it's impossible, Stephanie. Can you just tell people out there that it can be done?
1: It can be done. It took me about a year and a half to get my husband on board, but once I had him on board, we were just gazelle intense to a certain extent. That's uh, the hard part. We've been looking part. at houses during this. Yes. They're in a crazy housing market. We actually bought it as it started to calm down a little bit right before the interest rates went up. But best timing. We love the house. And now we're just like, okay, let's keep the momentum going and go right into investing and not just get comfortable. So
2: Way it's possible
1: and we are very happy. So thank you guys.
2: Yeah. So what's your household income?
1: Uh, We're at 185 Fantastic. Uh, net. Mm-hmm.
2: And that is gross or net? Wow, that's incredible. Okay, so fifteen percent of your household gross income would be how much? Have you done the math on that? I'm guessing you you guys are making well over two hundred at that point.
1: Well over, yeah, well over two hundred. Um, I can speak for myself in saying I'm doing fifteen percent. My husband hasn't quite got on board with that step, so I just plan on doing my portion of the income um, investing now.
2: Hold on, you said he's not on board with that step.
1: He's not. It's a little weird. He um, is coming from a very um, wealthy family, and they've kind of just told him that he's inheriting a good portion. So he doesn't really have the urgency, but, you know, I do. So I want to continue doing my steps.
2: (laughs) Wow. Well, I'll speak in in generalities then since he's not totally on board, but you're you're right. If you have a Roth 401k, you can do all 15% in there. What you're saying is, well, I'm not going to be able to max it out from October to December. Mm Now, you can mm-hmm. increase the percentage to get you closer to 15%, but you can't do 100% of your paycheck. You guys need to put food on the table. Yeah. And so you could max out two Roth IRAs, which is going to be $6,000 each, and you can do that mm-hmm. up until tax time. And so it doesn't have to be by the end of the year for the IRAs. It would have to be for oh. the 401K. Got it. So one, the
1: 401K is until December 31st? Yes. And the other one's until April?
2: Exactly. And I, Got I would, it. Are you guys working with a financial advisor, a Smart Vester Pro right now?
1: That's the next step. I think once the house is very thirty days old even in the house, so that's the next step is getting a financial advisor. Right. I'm and hoping area, that but.
2: helps get him on board, too. Make sure he's there. Don't just go alone and yeah. say, I'm meeting with a financial advisor, and he goes, okay, whatever. I got mom and dad's inheritance, so I'm not worried about that. Yeah. You yeah, guys I, have to be doing this I want
0: to dig into that, if I may. Sure. sure. Uh, Stephanie, how, is, assuming he's going to get this inheritance upon his parents' death, is that? Correct. How old are they?
1: Not old, but uh, they're in their early 60s.
0: Yeah, I mean I just I would really challenge him on that mindset. What happens if they
2: live till ninety five and now you guys are sixty five and he's broke in retirement, hoping George, you took the
0: words right out of my mouth. What about Prince Charles? Prince Charles thought he was gonna be the king pretty soon. His mom lived forever. The guy's in his seventies taking the throne. You know, you yeah. can't bank on that, that. analogy on him. Thank you very much. Uh, a little pop culture wisdom for wow. you today. So a royal you know. family trivia there. Well, but it's true, though, George. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would really challenge your husband on that kind of thinking. That Well, we're just going to, whee, you know, our way through you know. life because because we got a hefty uh, settlement coming our way. And here's the other thing. Mom and Dad could change the will at any time.
2: I was also thinking that, too. That worries me to bank on that. Yeah. That's icing yeah. on the cake to me. That's a nice blessing, a nice legacy. But while we're alive, we're doing yeah. everything we can in our power to set ourselves up yeah. for financial freedom. I'm trying
0: to affect his safety gland a little bit. He seems like he's just running he's around in a padded room, you know? Wee-hee! <laughs> you know? We can do whatever we want. It's going to be okay. And I think that's dangerous. Yeah. And I think that I would really challenge his logic on that a little bit. That's just a little yeah. extra to get him there. But I agree with George. Yeah. No. He needs to be there and sit with the financial advisor and get a picture. Do you guys have a tax pro as well? We don't. Okay. With your
2: income levels, I would highly recommend you can jump on Ramsey Solutions and connect with a smart investor pro and a tax pro who can help walk you through this to make sure that you're maximizing, getting all the tax advantages that you can, doing things the right way, uh, especially when Mm -hmm. it comes to the the IRA piece. So I'd connect with both of those folks and get a plan now that you guys are in this investing mode. Do you have kids? We have a three-month-old. Oh, how exciting. So on top mm-hmm. of starting to invest for retirement, you get to invest for that three-month-old and uh, yes. help help cover college. 59. Yeah, 529 yep. plan that's state-specific. You can choose a state that's not Georgia. And again, a Smart SmartVestor uh-huh. Pro can walk you through all the different options for you, and you might find that the Utah 529 plan is actually better uh, versus an education savings account. So they can walk you through all that. But I'm just so proud of you guys. This is an exciting new phase for you. Yes. And yes, I know it, it feels lot, like – do you feel like you're behind because you're 34 and you're just starting um, investing? When I
1: think about it, yes. But I didn't think about investment, you know, because I was so focused on getting the house and these pause of step four and did just the 3B, op, you know, that, that route. Way to go. Um, I, yeah, I don't want to say I feel behind, but sometimes I do when I, now my like, what do I do? It just seems like a foreign world to me. Sure.
2: Well, I just but. want to tell you, it's it, you're not too late. And a lot of people out there, they're starting. It's Even when they're 28, they go, I should have been investing earlier. When you're 50, I should have been investing earlier. And uh, the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. The next best time is today. And so I love okay. that you guys are focused on the future. You've got a long life ahead of you to invest, to become multimillionaires, to be outrageously generous, because that's what this plan is all about. And so keep your sights yep. set. You can be investing. You can be giving. You can enjoy your life and spend some of it. And with that income, with no debt, you guys are in an amazing place.
0: So I'm proud of you. Perfect. Way to go, Stephanie. Fun stuff We love there. to hear it. Yeah. You you know it, it, You pointed this out right out of the gate. You know, it is rare that we we run into a caller that is you know, hey, we did we we did the 15-year 15, uh, 15 yes uh, 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 mortgage and 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 put it down and we're but it's rare we're trying to talk people into that. And that Alpharetta is, is, a is not cheap, Ken. Oh, I know. Woo! Let me tell you something. Everyone goes, well, my city's
2: different, Ken. You don't understand my yeah. situation.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, it can be done, and but yet they got a great investment in that area as well. You want to stay off of four hundred. Uh, if you don't know that area well, stay off of Highway four hundred. That'll take danger years zone. off of your life the danger to spend zone too much time there uh all right so hey we're just getting rolling we gotta uh, we got some advertisements to take care gotta of pay the bills but we'll be right back this is the ramsey show Download the app or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today. Every dollar. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show, America. We're thrilled you're with us. This is where we talk about your life, your money, your work, your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by George Camel. It's uh, the law firm of Camel & Coleman. We were talking about that the other day. If we were to have It just a, sounds like a solid law firm. It does. It really does. Uh, but uh, rest assured, if you're brand new to the show, we give no legal advice at all. No. Uh, just uh, just bad. There's humor. a reason we're here. Just bad dad humor is, is what you're hearing right now. So let's get to the phones. Grand Rapids, Michigan is where Julie is. Julie, how can we help?
1: Hey, guys. Um, I wanted to know if I should take the $4,000 I have in savings to pay off a leased vehicle that I have um that we've leased.
0: Tell us more. And it's
1: it's about twenty four thousand dollars. Um well we had two lemons mm-hmm. <laughs> a couple years ago that like were just sinkers when it came to our, our cash flow. So we ended up leasing, which I know is a very poor choice, but it's worked out better for us financially. And this vehicle that we have, we could go out and buy a, a newer vehicle or a, a different vehicle, but um, it's a twenty four thousand dollars to just buy out this car.
2: That's the early buyout amount.
1: Yes. And we have fourteen thousand in savings and then obviously our thousand dollar emergency fund, but have no debt um, okay. at all. Except for our house.
2: So you've got fourteen in savings, you have the twenty four thousand early buyout. How is it gonna work?
1: Well, should we take, should we, my husband just wants to put $5,000 down, like $5,000 down and then take a loan, Where I'm like, why don't we just do the $14,000 and just, then we, we don't have to take that as significant amount of a loan out.
2: So you're saying you would take out a $10,000 loan? Yeah. To cover the difference? Yes. Yeah. It beats, a, it beats 24000 And then would you sell that car?
1: Well, I don't think so. I think we would keep it.
0: How quickly could you pay it, pay the $10,000 loan off?
1: I think within a year.
2: What's your household income?
1: 190?
2: Oh. Gross. You could pay it off sooner so like, than 10, that. You think it would take a year to pay off $10,000
0: making 190? I know. I know. Where's your money I don't going, know. Julie? It's
1: expensive. Um, at three kids, Catholic schools, I oh, don't know.
0: There it there is. is. <laughs> it is. There it is. Julie, I'm so sorry that George yelled at you. George, there's no need to shout. It's always the private school, Ken. You know this life. It's very... No, that's
1: our boat and our cottage and everything else. Oh, the boat and the cottage. No, no, no. I just live in northern Michigan, and I'm always joking. We send our kids to Catholic schools, so that's that's our extra flow right there. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, the,
2: the car is not too much value considering your income. The problem is kind of taking the shortcuts that have got us to the in this pickle yeah. here, in this brine cucumber, if you will. Yeah. Nice. You like that? Can I do. I, I see so, what you did there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in this case, if you guys wanted to go down to your local credit union and get a, a personal loan and pay it off, really, really, I don't, I don't want a year. I'm talking two months. Okay. Whatever you got to do, Quick making one ninety. Yeah. I mean, you guys are bringing ten k in at, every single month. Yeah, we are. So where is it going? Okay. Other than the private school, we gotta make some sacrifices and some changes, at least temporarily well, yeah. until we're completely we out do. of debt. Because okay. once you do that, Perfect. Julie, you still don't have an emergency fund.
1: Yes.
2: And so we need to build you know, that up really quickly. Go
1: back go back to that, I know, because our goal is like thirty
2: thousand and anyway. Are you guys yeah. investing right now as well? We are. Okay. I would recommend you pause all investing. And remember, this is for a short period of time to give you as much margin as possible so that
0: you're in pain for as little time as possible. Okay. What are you contributing in your investing each month? Do you know that number A round number?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, I do my 401k. I
0: mean... How much is going to that? 19%
1: 19, 19% oh. but it's it's kind of a long story so my husband, we've owned businesses for like the last 10 years which didn't bode well so it was really my income but now my husband has a a good job and so um, anyway, it's just been within the last 10 months that he's had a steady income. So we kind of are out of, I mean we n- never really swimming in debt but like we're finally at a good clip if yep. that makes sense so I've always invested way more in my 401k because he didn't have any, you know, right, sure. retirement. Well, the reason, really, the the reason I asked businesses. you the
0: question is because what George is saying, that's a real number. I want you, before we leave you on this call, I want you to understand why he's telling you to pause investing in your 401k. So how much are you contributing to the 401k each month, roughly?
2: 19% equates to how many dollars?
1: I don't know. I would have to go. Back. I think it's like eight hundred and eighty-seven. dollars okay. actually. You
0: see how quickly you can pay so now off we're the
2: 10000 Almost another 1000 bucks yeah. you can throw at this thing to
0: get rid of it okay. ASAP.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, so I want you to catch that. It's great advice from George because you can quickly, with that amount of money, pay off the car... And then jump right back into investing and it's not like you're that far behind on investing, George. And, and so the amount of time she's taking yeah. off to pay off, it's not Agreed. like she's falling behind. And
2: Julie, I'm gonna challenge you guys to not take out a personal loan, but to scrape together that ten thousand and just pay it off. With your fourteen, okay. Add ten in the next two months and then just pay it off. And then we're done with this thing. Okay. I think, it's, I think that that's going to go faster yeah. than you guys taking out another loan. Now we're moving the Monopoly piece over here. So uh, no. I think you got this. You know what to do. <laughs>
0: now it's convincing your husband to do it too. Oh, boy. That's the hard part. Uh, all right. Well, let's stay on theme, shall we, George? I like Layton it. is joining us in Clarksville, Tennessee, not too far from Ramsey World HQ. Layton, how can we help? So I've got a question. Um, <clears throat> I'm 19 years old. I work for the
3: City of Clarksville Gas and Water Department. Um, I make about forty thousand a year of salary. Um, this year I should make about forty five to fifty with overtime. Um, now my question is: I've got a 2018 Dodge Ram, um, and it's uh, I owe about twenty four thousand dollars on it. Now the problem is. I don't have a problem paying it and, you know, paying the insurance and all that. It's just I have a company vehicle. I have a government vehicle that I drive Monday through Friday. So it's hard to justify paying almost six, $700 a month with insurance and a truck note, you know, to not yeah. drive it.
2: And, now, and you, rarely drive it on the weekends. So you're saying you don't even need a personal vehicle right now.
3: At the moment no the only the only reason I need the truck and it's it's on the weekends like I said when I drive it on the weekends is when I pull my boat and that's that's the only reason
2: well we can get a cheaper boat puller that's a real expensive way to do that
3: it, exactly and see I got the I started at gas and water when I was 18 um, okay and so well I got the truck when I was 18 just what I, could you sell it for high
2: school. you owe 24 what could um, it sell for today private sale
3: well private it kelly blue book it at about 26 or 27 i love it Um, but i had i had it appraised and they only offered now it was kind of like a i mean it wasn't a well-known dealership
0: yeah Um, dealership appraised it layton dealerships are never going to appraise it at the actual value you can sell it to somebody on the market kelly blue book is where you're where you're going okay so sell it private seller sell it you know, Facebook Marketplace. You know, whatever. Auto Trader. Whatever auto Trader. Do. Whatever. Get it out there and sell it, and you're going to pay it off just like that. And you have a little extra. You got any money in savings? Uh, I'm working
3: on baby step one. I have a one and a half year old, and then my fiance stays at home with her. I live with my parents, so I have no other bills, and I have a I have a very small credit card that I'm going to pay off.
2: Planning on this month, it's only three hundred dollars. Okay. Any other debt? Nope, that's it. I have no other bills other than that. Okay, I have one final question for you: Does it have a Hemi? No, it
0: does not. Okay, well that's good, Leighton, because George has no idea what that even. Means. I just know, Dodge. He has no it's, idea what that. It's means. a fun thing to say. Hey, Leighton, here's the deal: sell the truck. I'm selling it, and with the uh, extra, you can pay off the credit card. And you ready for this? If my numbers are right, Leighton and George, correct me. He sells the truck, makes two to three thousand on it. He pays off the credit card bill of three hundred bucks, and he finishes his baby step one. Yeah, that thousand dollars in the bank, and you're off and running, my friend. And then you're a
2: baby step three. If you get rid of the credit card, now we got an emergency fund. Now we can save up and get a personal car down the road. But that's a lot of truck making forty k, and the truck's worth twenty eight. What does he so, do, George? Get a cheaper truck. Maybe go for a fifteen twenty thousand boat puller later on down the road,
0: my friend. Love it. Gotta love the uh, the the corporate car or the government Sweet vehicle. Gig. Uh, It's good stuff. All right, folks, tell you what else is great. You and your calls, they're lined up. Don't move. More of the Ramsey Show coming up. Show. I'm Ken Coleman joined by George Campbell. It is a free call for you to jump into the conversation, 888-825-5225. Of course, we're going to talk about your money, but we talk about other areas of your life as well, certainly relating to your money. One is work, and, and we you know we look at your income as your greatest wealth-building tool, a bigger shovel, if you will, to get out of debt or to save for that house down payment or saving for your kid's college and so on and so forth. So I am the work guy, if you want to call me that. No overalls today, George. I would love to see or you. More know, coveralls. rock them. Whichever you choose. Uh, but I'll take your work questions. If you feel stuck, or if you're wondering, should I take a promotion? Should you quit your job? Uh, you know any work-related questions, income-related questions to work, I'm here to help on those as well. And, of course, George uh, in, in the shotgun seat today with all of the money questions. So uh, it is time for our Blinds question of the day. You need to find out for yourself why blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. You get free samples, free shipping, and with the new promos they run every month, you'll save even more. Make sure that you use the promo code RAMSEY to get the best deal. Today's question comes from Dan in Massachusetts. I'm finishing up my degree
2: in accounting with absolutely zero dollars in debt and can get my CPA license to work at a big company soon. However, I'm also considering law school, which would cost around $300,000, not including interest. The starting salary for some lawyers can be $210,000 in my city. However, for accountants at big firms, that salary can take around five to six years to get, while law school would only be about three years to complete. Is it financially worth the trade off to go into debt if it will increase my income faster, or should I stay with my accounting degree and increase my salary at a slower pace?
0: Well, you know, these kind of questions are always very nuanced and very difficult to answer, you know, in a back and forth. You know, I don't the have Dan on the phone. Forth. I sure. don't have Dan on the phone. So I'll dive into um, the considering law school. Why are you considering law school? Are you considering law school because of the sheer financial difference that you see here? It tends to. The tone of his uh, question, George, leads me to believe that he's thinking of law school primarily for money reasons. And I would always caution against that. Uh, I'd want to know why did you choose to go into accounting? You know, do you love the work? Does the work create results that matter to you? and, and I got to tell you, um, the 300000 George, I'm passionate about this. You should never pursue a law degree when you'd have to go into debt $300,000 to that school. Here's why. Uh, quick context, several years ago I had the opportunity to interview a lawyer on the Ken Coleman Show based in Houston, went to Vanderbilt, very high-end school here in Nashville. And he realized after the fact that he could have kept taking the LSAT got his GPA and his LSAT score to a certain point where he could have gotten free rides wow. to smaller, lesser known, less prestigious law schools. Okay. But you know, you, you, you don't think that. And and largely you don't know that. And so in this situation, a law degree is a law degree unless you get it out of a frosted flakes box right? Yeah. And so I just would not be thinking about this kind of money. I would be trying to get a free ride to a smaller law school if, in giant caps, if law is what you really want to pursue. But to pursue a law degree, because you go, well, I can make a little bit more money faster than I could as an accountant. An accountant has just as much opportunity to move up into a C-suite opportunity later on. So I, I'd want to know those things before I decide. Oh, absolutely. And his his verbiage
2: here, the starting salary for some lawyers can be 210000 Well, in my sure. City. I've got friends who are lawyers, and they went into deeply in debt for their degrees, yeah. and they're making sixty five k doing immigration law or some types that aren't at these big firms. It's true. So this idea that you're just going to have a high six-figure salary as soon as you leave law school is also a farce. So don't believe that lie. And if it means, hey, I'm going to have this kind of salary in five years, that's great. If you love accounting, stick yeah. with accounting. Never get a degree just for the paycheck.
0: That's is... see, the paycheck wears off, George.
2: Well, and how many lawyers do we have out there that are resenting ever having gone to oh. law school that didn't make it, who still have their student loans to pay off, or who are doing it going, I want to jump into a different field. This is not what I thought it was going to be. I'm burnt out. I'm doing 80-hour weeks at firms that don't care about me. So this all points to the issue of higher education, the student loan crisis, which we delved into with our documentary, Borrowed Future. And what's cool is we're celebrating the one-year anniversary, Ken, of the Borrowed Future uh, launch, and we're going to premiere the film on YouTube for the very first time. Very exciting. Monday, October 17th, 7 p.m. Central, we're going to have a watch party on YouTube. So you can go to our Ramsey Show Highlights channel and hit Notify Me, and that'll be your RSVP there. And this is our award-winning documentary, if you uh, didn't know about it, that uncovers the dark side of the student loan industry. Every high schooler needs to watch this. Every parent needs to watch this. You've got to share this with people in your life that you care about. And you can follow the watch party on October 17th. You can view it on YouTube for free, on demand beyond that uh of course with ads if it's on youtube so and here's
0: what Bard future does folks it shows you multiple stories that really illustrate the question we just read this idea that the law degree is this you know this magical ticket but and what it really is is a carrot and it's dangling and it's tempting and it and it says one thing and it does something completely different it wrecks lives when you cannot afford to pay it Back. oh yeah and it is uh it's a nightmare you're going to see these nightmares in living color it is a jarring uh but also hope-filled documentary we're very very proud of it i have to mixed ask, emotions the watch parties i mean you're hanging out here uh at the offices on a couch with popcorn i tried to get deloney and i to hang out
2: and get some popcorn i don't think he was interested but if you are i'm happy to show up at the coleman's
0: house Oh, so we would as long as it's at my house and I don't have to yeah, go anywhere. Just
2: your backpack. They're just
0: going to bring cameras in and and, and then are they live. Why, They're going our reaction. Are the they whole filming time. us like Mystery Science Theater? Nobody, commenting. We would have to pay people to watch that. It's the opposite effect. I don't think that's true. I well, think the people would love for us to be piped in a little small window uh, and and we were commenting on on things. We could hit very press pause. We could press pause and go on a rant. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. Plus, I think people would want to know what kind of popcorn you would eat versus the popcorn that I would eat, which is? I'm going with something a little healthier, not the
2: one that's sopping from the microwave with the movie theater butter. You know, uh, I've got standards dude, in my life count. I know. What
0: would it be? You're probably the light pop guy. Yeah, what do I see around now? It's organic. I'm going to do my own salt on there. Very Bougie. See, I'm going Orville Redenbacher. I'm a man of the people. Extra movie butter. When I pull my hands out, you could see the butter kind of trickling down the side of my finger. See, I'm a man of the people. No thanks, Tom Hanks. George wants a corn pass. with the
2: story. It was free range. Yes. It had a life. I want it on the stove. I want to be a Little House on the Prairie making my popcorn from scratch. I of.
0: want it to make my belly feel
2: good. That's all I it's care not about. not what it's going to do you get you, you too much thinking going on well popcorn or not I want everyone to watch this and it, it, it is really going to be is. fun the watch party hit the details again it's going to be great fun on October YouTube October 17th 7pm central it's a Monday night you can watch it on YouTube for free for the premiere and then beyond that we're going to have it with ads of course on YouTube for free you can still watch it without ads on Amazon Prime Apple TV Google Play RamseySolutions.com you can rent it there for just a few bucks but this has started to disrupt this toxic student loan industry and you know, all the pieces involved the guidance counselors the parents the colleges who have been raising prices at an insane rate and so we dig into all that there's stories of heartbreak there's inspiring stories of folks who did it debt-free
0: including our friend Christina Ellis that's exactly right by the way uh, this this documentary is right in the center of of what I believe are two perfect storms That are coming, and and let me tell you what the storm is creating. There's a different tide, if you will, George, a wave coming in. And I just uh, put this on my Instagram account. College enrollment is down nearly 10% over the last two years. Only 51% of Gen Z teens, George, are considering a four year degree. That's a 20 point drop since May 2020. Uh, the college is the only way to succeed wave is going out and the no degree required wave is coming in and and these this is the the situation because here's what we're seeing with young kids on their own they're saying i don't know if the time or the money is worth it to do what it is that i want to do these kids are sharper than we give them credit for so the you take that the legitimacy and credibility of the degree being questioned by young kids and then the overwhelming crushing cost of tuition stressing parents out and the student loan crisis all of those those two storms coming together Uh uh-oh watch out higher ed ramsey solutions is right there in the middle to help you out this is the ramsey show This is The Ramsey Show, where America hangs out to have a conversation about life, specifically your money, your work, your relationships. So if someone offered you a career that you love, that allowed you to show up every day and use what you do best to do work that you love, to produce results that matter deeply to you, all for a $10 bill, would you do it, George? $10 $10 sure for that kind of clarity? I can't speak for America, but that's a no-brainer to Yeah, me. well, good news. For the first time ever, you can get my Get Clear career assessment for only 10 bucks. This assessment gives you customized feedback to help you finally get clear on the talents you bring to the workplace, what work really fires your heart up, and then what results motivate you every day. Then it takes all that info, gives you professional possibilities, and fills out a purpose statement for you based on those unique talents, passions, and mission, and allows you to have a 50,000, view, 50,000 foot view of a job description so that you can look for, find, and do work that you love. Thousands of people who felt stuck took the assessment and got life-changing results. One of our five-star reviewers, Greg, said the results were as if you knew me my whole life. You really opened my eyes to my potential and purpose. It only takes about 20 minutes, and now through the month, end of the month of October, it is only $10 at RamseySolutions.com. This deal will not last. The $10 deal is one you should take. The Get Clear Career Assessment, $10 at RamseySolutions.com. Here's
2: how I look at it, Ken. To To afford an hour of consulting with you over some coffee, it'd be astronomical. But I can get AI, Ken, through this Get Clear Assessment, and you'd walk me through
0: the same exact things you would if we were in person. It's true. It's actually true. Really proud of the tool. Helped tens of thousands of people. And, you know, what I've learned, George, and you know this in your life, you and I have very similar career journeys. Uh, the circumstance is different, but but the the characteristics very similar. And when you get clear, it's amazing how confident you become. But absent of clarity, you kind of always holding back, a little bit paralyzed. Oh, absolutely. And and this tool is designed to give people real clarity on to say that, hey, I could do this, 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 or this. There's more than one dream job for people. And um, and this this assessment. And the assessment helps gives you that.
2: exact roles, it could be a fit for you, and it starts to get you dreaming.
0: Yeah, yep, yeah, get you looking and uh, get you doing, more importantly. So there you go. Check it out Ramseysolutions.com to get clear assessment. Harper's Ferry, West Virginia is where we go next. Lacey is on the line there. Lacey, how can we help?
1: Hi, thanks so much for taking my call. I just have a quick question. My husband and I got married last December. I'm 29 and he's 39. I have a Roth IRA with a few thousand already in it, and we're making his soon. We both have Roth 401ks, but I'm concerned with whose IRA do we put the rest of our 15% contributions into? My already established, his brand new one. Do we split it? Is him being older matter? That's what I need help with.
2: So he has a new one that has $0 in it, or is there some in there already?
1: It is brand new, 0
2: Okay. Would you be maxing both of these out, or is is there too much? You don't have enough income to do that at this point.
1: We would not be maxing them out. So one of them, well, one of ours would have to be maxed out, and we'd have a little left over. Okay. So if we maxed his out, we could put the rest in mine. I wasn't sure the priority
2: yeah, at that point, the IRS sees the IRAs all the same. You guys uh, file jointly? Yes. Okay. So it doesn't really matter. They're going to grow at the same rate. If I put 1000 in a brand new one or I put 1000 in one you've had for years, the 1000 is going to grow at the same rate uh, if it has the same funds in it. And so from okay. a mathematical yeah, standpoint, sense. it doesn't matter. So I would just keep it simple. I would max one out and then whatever's left over, throw it in the other one.
1: Okay, but him being older than me, it, it really doesn't matter, because that was what I was thinking, since he's 10 years older, he'll get access to it sooner than, than I would, um, but Sure, he will have access to it
2: sooner, but are, you're not going to take all the money out at once, potentially, right? Correct,
1: no. So won't. you're going
2: to leave it in there, um, and... You know, you can talk about that with a SmartVestor Pro and work on that kind of long-term strategy. Hey, if we do this bucket first, then we do this bucket, then we can move over here. We can do a bridge account with a brokerage uh, if we want to retire early and then use that money until we can have access to the Roth IRAs. They are really great about mapping out a big long-term game plan about how that would work out. But from a mathematical perspective today, it doesn't matter. So if you, I mean, you could okay. withdraw money from yours later on, and it's the same as if he withdrew money from his, because it's all your money.
1: No, you're right. I didn't think about it that way. You answered my question. Thank you. Well,
2: thank Ken, we you. And we did it. We at least answered one today, if nothing else.
0: George, don't ever, ever, ever sell yourself short. You, I appreciate you got that. Good advice. You got good advice. It's what you do. Thank you. Ken. Don't act so surprised. All well, right. Next, in Springfield, Massachusetts, David is on the line. David, how can we help? All
4: right. Good to talk to you today. Uh, I'll give you a very quick rundown. I'm 54, no debt, except for the mortgage. That balance is 130,000 and I am fixed at 2.9. I'm receiving an inheritance, uh, like about 280,000. Um, yeah, I'm all the way up there about that skyrocketed me right up to baby step six, slash seven. Um, I'm retiring in about six to seven years. I've got my 15% in the Roth TSP. I'm a government employee. So, um, with the Roth 401k and a lot of folks are telling me do not pay off your mortgage, especially at 2.9, invest that. And in five years at whatever, four or five, 6%, then just pay it off with the earnings. So I know what Dave Ramsey says, but you know what,
0: should i do <laughs> oh so dave's not here today so he wants to know what george
2: thinks. well you know i i I don't stray away from dave's advice on this one and the truth is what they're doing is they're starry-eyed and if everything goes perfectly and if the market is up 20 per- have you seen the market david i certainly have how depressed would you be if you put that inheritance into the market six months ago and now you're looking at it going oh my gosh i still have to make a mortgage payment I i already lost fifty thousand dollars in the market
4: Yeah, that uh, that wouldn't be too good,
2: no. And on top of that, these are taxable accounts you're talking about, so you're going to have to pay taxes on that. And so there's a lot of, you know, we could go through the list of why, but at the end of the day, this is your money. Your friends don't pay your mortgage for you every month. So the question is, what would David do without a mortgage payment? What kind of life could he live? How much earlier could he retire? Could it be four years instead of seven? Because he doesn't have a mortgage payment, and now he can invest like a madman. And he sleeps better at night on top of that because he doesn't owe anyone anything. And right. So and the a,
4: guys at church are the ones telling me to pay off the mortgage.
2: <laughs> oh, look at that. So the, the, those who have a faith perspective, they understand Proverbs 22.7, the borrower is slave to the lender. That's right. There that's you go. Right. I mean, that's, that's a whole other angle there. But I truly think that a life without debt is just a more peaceful life. And on paper, you can justify why you should invest in the market and you can move things around and do some tricky things over here. But at the end of the day, your life is valuable and it's going to be even more peaceful and more joyful when you have more margin. And, and that's what getting okay rid of the mortgage I, is.
4: It's still okay if I don't get the tax breaks, not having the mortgage, the tax the interest, breaks,
2: If they want to talk tax breaks, they're just terrible at math because you're trading, you're giving a dollar to the uh, to the lender to get a quarterback
0: from the government? Yeah. Have that you run the sense. actual numbers, David? Because I think people say that, and it makes total sense when it's when it's not when there are no numbers applied to it. And you only get the tax
2: break if you're itemizing with the new tax laws. And so beyond right. that, you're going to send ten thousand to a lender so that you can get twenty two hundred off of your taxes. Yeah, that makes no
0: sense. The amount of money you will save and invest by it, not having a mortgage payment out. is what you should be focused on. What is, what is your what is your gut telling you to do? Despite the uh, non church friends and then the church friends, what do you think you should do?
4: I always feel better being free.
0: Then pay your there house off, David. Forget what everybody else says. Do what's right for yeah, David. I. WWDD. Like that. That's what would David do? Do it. You agree with us. We agree with you. You're going to feel so much better about Bada-bing, it. Bada
2: bing, bada boom. House is paid off. <laughs>
0: Just like that, it's <laughs> you, that simple. Wow, George, you went from Church George to Jersey George. I like that. That could be a new show. Very good. All right, hey George Campbell, thank you, sir. Great good hour. Times. Thanks to the crew behind the glass, and thanks to you, America. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey, folks, Ken Coleman here. Did you know The Ramsey Show is one of the most popular podcasts in the world? Get your daily dose of advice on life and money. Check out all of our shows from The Ramsey Network wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: If you enjoy this podcast, you should check out other great podcasts from The Ramsey Network, like Borrowed Future, Not So Fun Fact, America has a $1.6 trillion student loan crisis, and it's out of control. I'm George Camel, host of the Borrowed Future podcast, where we uncover the underbelly of the student loan industry and show you what you can do about it. It'll inspire you to see that it is possible to avoid student loans and graduate college debt-free. Listen to Borrowed Future wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show.